we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. Being here next to all of you guys, it's really big. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. But what better place then? In here. I think everybody should go on the breakfast club and start That's with that true, if yes. you want to shake it up. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day? That's right. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's middle of the week. Good morning. That's right. I feel like we warming up the car when we start the show, baby. You got to warm up the car. Remember, we used to go out there and start the car. Before you get in it, your parents used to do that back in the day? Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. That's what I feel like. Whenever I let them yo, 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 yo's out, I start the car and I go back in the house. You can't do that now, though, because now they'll steal your car. But yeah, back in the day, the parents, my, my mom and my dad used to, you know, warm up the car while I'm getting ready for school. And then by the time I get in the car, the car's nice and warm. Car's nice and warm, baby. Can't do that now, though, because they'll steal your car. You, you, put, you, you start your car, by the time you come back out, your car be somewhere in no. And you really shouldn't have to, though, because, you know, the cars warm up pretty fast nowadays. Yeah. Back then, it took a while. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And he had to build up yeah. in the in the old school cars. Yo, my inner thighs are on fire right now, hurting. Did right. a workout last night. What's his night? name? Yo, shut up, man. What do you do to his you? His name is Leonard. Uh, nah, it's, I don't know. I just I did a workout, and my inner thighs have been like hurting, hurting for the, like the last two days. You keep talking about these workouts you're doing. I hope any little punk ass workouts you be showing us in here. You see the little stupid ass exercises they be doing? What's <laughs> little cha cha slides and. I don't be doing no exercises you, up here. You was in here yesterday doing some type of stupid exercise. Talk about my inner. You said it yesterday, and we my, paid you no attention then. My inner thighs are hurting. My own. And then you started doing like this little stutter step. Like I was doing this yesterday, and like all right, man. Congratulations. I'm not sharing nothing with you anymore. I mean, you don't have to share everything. <laughs> okay? I am not sharing nothing Especially when you. you just be wanting attention. God was walking my for you. My glutes are hurting. My inner thighs are hurting. My hamstring hurting. We're going to be paying you no attention. What you want us to do about it? <laughs> like, what's the point of you saying that? Like, you want somebody to rub them down, right? Why you got time for all that, man? Who we got on the show this morning? What is wrong with y'all, man? Who we got on the show Taraji this morning? Taraji Henson will be joining us. Drop on the clues, brother. Taraji P. Henson should be here. Howard University's own Taraji P. Henson will be joining us. She'll be here to talk to us about uh, the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation, you know what I mean, which is her mental health foundation. That's right. uh, Named after her father and, Mm -hmm. you know, all the great work that she's been doing out here for years. That's right. uh, In the the world of of mental health, Uh, amongst some other things. Yes. You know, the thing about the actors and actresses, they can't talk about, you know, too much going on because of the, the, the writer's strike and the actor's strike and all of that stuff like that. But... She can talk about what she can talk about. That's right. So life. All right. Yes. And yeah. the traffic, uh, if you're in the tri-state, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, is still crazy. The U.N. is still in town. The president is still here. I'm starting to see a lot of those Cadillac and those Escalades leaving. You know, yesterday was funny. You see a lot of street walkers around now, but you realize it's because, you know, a lot of these uh, foreign officials are in town, and I guess they're hiring the street work- workers because so you see a lot of them in the morning when I'm uh, pulling up in the morning. So. And we're, and we're, talk- uh, we're talking about what's going on in uh, New York yeah, right yeah. now. Because, you know, we're nationally syndicated. I know people in Texas and Florida are like, what the hell are they talking about? The UN's in town. Yeah, nah, but, you know. People, they, don't, hear, people don't hear everything. They miss things. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's true. The president's yeah. in town. Yeah, but in the Miami? president's in town. No, no, in New York. So, people are in town. The UN's in town to talk about world issues. They talk about uh, economic growth. They're talking about. And uh, they're smoking weed. They're, they're not doing smoking. coke. <laughs> they're not doing coke. That's all they're doing. They're doing a lot more. They're supposed to be better in the, the environment. And they're smoking weed and doing coke, man. Some hookers. There's a lot going on. And that too. Okay? And that that's too. what they're doing. And that that's too. That's a party. Jesus that's Christ. They, that's their festival. <laughs> that's their festival. <laughs> this is World Leader Fest. That's Jesus all it is. Jesus Christ. We all look right. forward to this every year. When we come back, we got front page news. Teslin Figaro will be joining us, so don't move. It's Raji P. Henson will be joining us next hour. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. 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 Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, hey. Charlemagne the hey. Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Tez. Good morning, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God, and Breakfast Club family. Peace, Ted. Now let's discuss. Mm-hmm. Let's jump right into it. If you strike, you will be fired. What are we talking about now? 
Well, I, I hope that's not the case, but that is what uh, Senator Tim Scott is certainly uh, suggesting. Republican presidential candidate Senator Tim Scott delivered an apparent call to fire the United Auto Workers who are currently on strike over the dispute with auto manufacturers. Monday, the South Carolina senator held a town hall in Fort Dodge, Iowa, where he was asked if, if he was president, would he involve himself in the current labor talks? Let's listen to what he said. I think Ronald Reagan gave us a Ronald Reagan gave us a great example when federal employees decided they were going to strike. He said, "You strike, you're fired." Simple concept to me. So they said that Reagan used that once again. Absolutely. That sounds ridiculous. Is that too. legal? What to fire somebody? He, he's going by what um what Ronald Reagan suggested, you know. So you can suggest something and not necessarily say, you know, that it would happen or not. But uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, when he uh, was president, they he fired more than eleven thousand members. Not him particularly, but what happened when he called for that firing? More than eleven thousand members of the Professional Air Traffic Controllers Association in nineteen eighty eighty one. Uh, they were fired for protesting uh, improved wages and shorter hours. So yeah, when people go on strike. You can absolutely replace their positions. Now, um, he was talking about he also made a, a statement previous to this saying that we're seeing the United Auto Workers fight uh, for more benefits and less working hours. Uh, we need to have more pay in fewer days. on. They want more pay in fewer days on the job. He said it's a disconnect from work and we have to find a way to encourage people to want to get back to work. So that's Tim Scott's uh, answer to that. Well, you encourage them by doing it right by them. And I, I just think, that's you right. know, I think Ronald Reagan and, uh, you know, my, my South Carolina brethren, Tim Scott sound ridiculous. Like, that's foolishness. Like, we all need gainful employ employment. We understand folks is out of work, but would you really want to work for a company that would fire you for striking, fire you for demanding more crazy. and wanting more, especially if you deserve more? Whether you agree with them striking, you should agree with their right to strike. But I also right. thought that was the, the whole purpose of a union, that, you know, the union would get together and make sure that you are safe if you have to strike, if you have to ask for more. So even in a union, that if you strike, you could be fired? Well, yeah. I mean, again, you're That's taking crazy. a risk when you when you go to strike. That's why a lot of people don't want to go to strike. One, you mm -hmm. get reduced pay, like we talked about the other day. Um, some of the workers are only getting five hundred dollars a week, and you can't risk losing your job. And when we talked about that the other day, especially when now that we see AI is coming into place, um, you can actually be replaced. But I just want to remind uh, the 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 good senator on what was happening with black people in 1981. Uh, black Americans, uh, their unemployment rate was about 14 percent during that time. There's always this confusion on the Reagan years and how the Reagan years was such a good time but wasn't a good time for black people and you are right uh, when it comes to the union how it benefits everybody but particularly black people because that collective bargaining power is helpful uh, it helps reduce wage gaps particularly when you see wage gaps uh, with people of color particularly black people job security to your point a DJ envy access to training development advocacy for civil rights and political advocacy and so much more uh, with uh, why unions are important and mm -hmm. it supports affirmative action a lot of the things that um, Tim Scott is obviously against. I'm really disappointed uh, with him with this. You know, yeah, I, I, he, he yeah. sounds like he's never been a worker. Right. You know, because right. you, you get people back to work by doing right by the workers. All folks want is fairness. The company wants to do what's fair for them. Workers want what's fair for them. Let's meet in the middle. That's yeah. all this yeah. is. Well, not only that, you know, when when you're happier at work, you're going to be more productive, right? That's right. Because you, you're happy to be there. You want to be there. You want to work. But if you're not happy, you feel like you're taking advantage of. You're not going to want to work. That's a, that's absolutely true. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, I think that's really going to backfire before we wrap up. You know, I was a, a, a worker, a blue-collar type state, you know, so I don't think that's going to land too well with the, the voters that he was trying to impress. Uh, you know, with, with saying, hey, 
you you want more for your on your job, just lose your job. Yeah, yeah so you, I, you you literally just told majority of Americans, I'll fire you if you want more. You should be fired right. if you want more. You should be fired if you demand more from your place of employment. Crazy. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that is front page mm-hmm. news. Tez, we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Absolutely. Everybody else, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Envy. What's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Yeah, chilling, chilling. What's up, Star? Trav, pieces. Uh, ow. Who here, Star? Just y'all today? Just us. Gus just us, in the morning. Man. Just us, man. Uh, oh, oh, just my Gus Ben. Hey, Gus Ben. That sounds so gross coming uh, from you. Envy. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little upset with you. Hey, Star, yes, I feel like Envy's been banning me from calling into the radio since we beat the Giants because... I've been trying to fall through that whole week. All of a sudden, sure, I can't get through. Well, guess what? All of a sudden, I can't get through. Guess what? We that that we, that, that, that W still stands. You through now, buddy? No, no. <laughs> That's your problem, Trap. You want to live in the past. You got to talk about the future. <laughs> well, look, also, I want to say, um, today is my little sister's birthday. Uh, uh, happy Heavenly Born Day to your little sister, man. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. I caught myself getting a little down, like real down over the, the beginning of the week. But, uh, what's wrong with that? Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a, you, you, Your grief is a lifelong thing. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That was your little sister. You, That's your little sister. You love her to death. Like, that's right. There's nothing wrong with feeling that yeah. way. Feel your feels, Trav. Yeah, you right. You right. I've been trying to snap myself out of it. Maybe, maybe, maybe I should just feel it. Yeah, well, but why would you want to snap yourself out of it? Like, feel your feels. Like, put it like this. When you with one of them warm little Philly thugs oh, and they about to go down on you do you, oh, do you snap you, do you snap yourself out of that or do you Jesus allow Christ. yourself to feel that m- oh god <laughs> it's the same thing Bye, <laughs> Jesus Christ how you know we eat with a thug how you know Trav don't like nerds Trav like thugs Trav might like a nerd <laughs> Well, I got a little, I got a little man now. He's he's not a thug, y'all. He, he's an out and open gay man, and you know, yeah, we been chilling. Hey, you having fun, Trav? Say it again. You having fun with him? Yeah, yeah, we we we've been chilling for the, for the last little few months. But Taylor, Taylor Swift, I'm in love, but I'm not. Oh, you definitely in love. You shouted him out. You shouted him out. He he doing something right. Hey, his name. Are you blushing? God damn, Trav. Oh, God. I can see you blushing over the Bye, phone. Y'all. Peace. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Get it off your chest, Jeff. Yeah, I'm a United Auto Worker that's on strike. Calling about what Tim Scott said that we need to be fired. Yes, sir. But Tim Scott realized since 2008, we've got a $4 raise, and all we're asking for is more money, and GM Motors have made profit, record profit. I didn't hear the last part. What'd you say? GM has made rep record profit since 2008. Oh, so we made a $4 year. Since 2008, we got a $4 raise. I see what you're saying. So they're making all this profit, so y'all y'all want more money. Makes sense to me. Sounds right to me. Exactly. We're asking for a 20% raise. That's only $8. You know, give us $8 raise. You know, we deserve it. I, I mean, I don't know all the numbers, but it don't sound like that's going to hurt them at all. Not at all. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's DJ Echo from the 757. Echo. What up, Echo? Get it off your chest. Man, that comment about Tim Scott made, that's scary for America. I think he needs to go play in traffic. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk, I mean, tell, tell us more, Echo. I'm in a union. I'm in an elevator union. And when you look at the wages and the benefits for people that's not in a union, it's it's a, it's half different. Like, the pay is different. The benefits are nowhere near the same. And people use non-union labor because it's so cheap. Mm. And it just, I think it just hurts the economy. You take money out of the economy when you take money out of the people's pockets. Yeah, and I mean, to me, this is just another example of folks letting us know they don't want us to have any real rights. You know what I mean? Because the reality is, if you don't want folks to strike, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, stay in your place. Mm-hmm. Don't ever ask for more. Don't ever demand more. Take what we give you and be happy about it. Nah. That, that's crazy. When, when you look at when you look at the elevator trade... Uh, well, don't act like you ain't hang up on that, man. I didn't mean to hang up on him. That yes, was, you that did. Was that wasn't on purpose. That's You're trying to shut the workers down. You don't want the workers to be hurt. Nah, well, that, was, that wasn't on purpose. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? This is Ray. Ray, what up? Get it off your chest. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to my daughters this morning. Kylie, Isabella, give a shout-out to my girl Carly. I love y'all all. I'll see y'all when I get off today. Are you a big girl dad um, like me, huh? Like, like me and Envy. Yes, sir. I got two of them. I got four. You got any sons? Yeah. No, nah, I uh, I want one more kid, and I want. Oh, your phone went out. Yeah, he said he said he want one more kid. He wanted to be a son. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was me. That, was Sean, man. that didn't break out for him. Nope. But I, you know what? I love my girls. God gave me what I need, not what I wanted. Yeah, I got four girls, two boys. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Shay. What's up, Shay? Get it off your chest. Look, okay, so DJ Envy, you always repping uh, Hampton and AQ. When are we getting a car show in Virginia? You're the second person this week that asked about a car show in Virginia. I'm, I'm trying to work it out. I'm trying to find a place in Hampton. I know they got the Hampton Coliseum, which is an indoor facility. I just need an indoor facility. So if it rains or if there's a bad weather, that the car show can still go on. But that's one of the, the okay, next ones. Huh? Norfolk Stoke. Yeah, Norfolk Stoke, too. I'm, I'm going to look at a couple of those places, maybe try to even do it. Uh, in the fall, where, around homecoming time, where you know where, where both schools can, can come by, I don't know. We we trying to work it out, but you're the second person that called this week that wanted me to bring my car show to Virginia. So I, I'm I'm gonna try to work it out, Mama. Okay, you do that. All right, thank you. You have a good one. Shout out to the whole seven five seven. All right, ma'am. Bye bye. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. Now, when we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to discuss Memphis Bleak. Memphis Bleak might have called the wrong person asking for Beyonce tickets. No, he didn't. He called the exact right person. Well, we'll get into it. And and all of us wish we could call that person for Beyonce tickets. Well. Because he got them. Did he he get them? We'll talk about it. All right. When we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. The Breakfast Club. We can't play that song no more. I love Scissors. But uh, it's too early in the morning. And whenever I hear that song, it sounds like, you know, the windshield wipers are going, but it's not raining. So when that song comes on, replace it with Doja Cat or something more upbeat, please. Paint the town, right? Well, you can't can't replace it with a beat. You just can't have instrumental running. I didn't say the beat. I said replace it with something more upbeat, you idiot. Didn't it just sound like it said beat? No, it didn't. You heard what you wanted. I said upbeat. I'm just saying. Well, good morning. We are the Breakfast Club. 6.55. We're trying to wake up, not hit the snooze button again. It's DJ Envy Charlemagne. Let's get to the rumors. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty <laughs> right, <who> gossiping. <laughs> 
This is the rumor report. I mean, I I'm guess sorry. we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> oh my uh, this guy's making a mess of it. No, here. I was shaking a bottle of my plant-based juice, my car Viva Wellness. And the top must have been open. <laughs> so I ended up spilling juice all over the studio. Exploded all Jesus over the Christ. place. Somebody bring me some towels, man. All right. So well, I can wipe this up. All right. Well, let's start off with Memphis Bleak. Now, Memphis Bleak was doing an interview with Drink Champs. Shout out to uh, Nori and EFN. Salute to Nori and EFN. And while he was there, he was talking about how he was trying to get Beyonce tickets for his wife's birthday. So this is a tough situation, right? Because you don't want to call a big homie for Beyonce tickets. Who else you gonna call? That's your big homie. But ain't that like you? You should call the assistant. Why? You know somebody else that worked there. I mean, he did say. Well, yeah, you call Jay for play Beyonce tickets. Well, that's exactly Yo, listen, what he did. For me to get Beyonce <laughs> tickets was a problem. My <laughs> wife hit me like, "Yo, you know she in Philly. <laughs> you try to send me in there for the war, baby." Like, <laughs> so you know, I. Yeah, this wifey, I gotta go. I gotta go again. So I hit all the top dogs, all, all the bosses. Say, what, what's it, what, they don't work for Ivy Park. They'd be like, I don't work for Ivy no, Park. No, they ain't even say none of that. All of them said, "Yo, you, yo, bleep, what are you bugging? You know you gotta hit Jay." All right, so I'm like, I, right, I tried not to, but now I gotta hit you. <laughs> I, I got to. I tried to go around, but now this message gotta go to you, like. Yo, big homie, I need some tickets for the show. It's wifey B day. Ah, nah, n trying to turn me the ticket guy now. Here's the thing that we don't understand. What's that? Memphis Bleak and Jay Z are homies. Correct. Forever. Yes. So Bleak said he tried to hit everybody else because he don't want to go direct to his homie. And they was like, Bleak, you know you got to hit Jay. You think that they're going to tell. They're not going to tell just anybody to hit Jay. They know Bleak has that direct line of communication to Jay. That's why they told him to do that. And that, he did it. And he got his tickets. That's still an odd one, though. Why is that odd? That's not know. odd when that's your, when that's your, your homie. No, but you, you ain't want to call him asking for some tickets. He did it. He called everybody else first. <laughs> no, I know, and they still. said, Bleak, you know you need to call Jay. They only said that because it's Bleak. They know Bleak has that kind of relationship with Hove that he can do that. And guess what? He got his tickets. So what are y'all talking about? Drop on the clues bombs for Bleak. I respect the fact that Bleak didn't want to bother the I bo you, Bleak. bother I him in the beginning. That's the last. That's the last. Last the person I was like, all right. Well, I and everybody, I guess I and, hit and, big but homie. the fact that everybody's looking at him like, why are you calling us? Jay, your guy. Call Jay. Uh, if I need tickets, I'm gonna call Bleak because I know Bleak gonna call Hov. Yep, and Bleak gonna send you directly to voicemail as he should. <laughs> now, Monique, uh, she calls out CBS to fairly compensate her and. Uh, her uh, Countess Vaughn for their time on the park and she's saying that she didn't get the pay paid the money that she deserved. Countess Vaughn and I did a show called The Parkers. The Parkers has now been on air for 24 years and they're trying to convince us through our ownership of the show that we made absolutely no money. And it's baffling being that when you have a conversation with the executive producers and they allude to the fact that the show in its entirety, five years, was made for under $70 million. It went out of production in 2004, but by 2009, we see profit participation statements that show the program made over $700 million, but yet was in a close to a billion, if not a billion dollar deficit. So what we're asking you, CBS, is can you treat these two black women fairly? I mean, open up the books. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what CBS needs to do. CBS needs to sit down with, uh, you know, Monique and... 
her team and who was the Countess Vaughn, right? Yeah, Countess Vaughn and Countess her team, Vaughn. and they need to open up the books, show them, show them, what, show them what was made. Well, this is the thing I, I always say when you do any of these deals, right? It's structured through contracts, right? And your lawyers look at the contracts, and if there's an issue or a problem. You're allowed to audit them. You're allowed to take them to court and audit them where they have to open up the books and then you can go line through line with your team to see what's old, what's spent, and what you deserve. And, and yes, and more than likely, uh, a company like CBS, you know, probably took advantage of, you know, a bunch of people who didn't necessarily know the business like they, they mm -hmm. know it now. Right. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see a problem with that. Open up the books. Yeah. Show them, what, show them what they made so they can get properly paid. Nah, yeah. Now, lastly, did you know Little Baby and Blueface are... Uh, Going back and forth, firing shots at each other on music? No, and I don't care. And I'm going to tell you something, man. There's a mess over here that I got to go clean up because there's something going on in this studio. The other day when Puff was here, that bottle just popped by itself. Right. Just now, my, my bottle of Carviva Wellness popped open by itself because this bottle wasn't open. Not only was it not open, it was sealed. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, it busted open. And it's juice all over there that I need to, you know, go clean up because well, before, nobody else is going to do it. Well, before you hear that, let's listen to Blueface I don't care. Uh, going at Lil Baby. My, that's my way of saying I don't care. Baby thought he know <laughs> How you let another grown man fill up on your booty? Well, if you missed it, he says, how you let a grown man fill up on your booty? He was talking about... Whoa, hold up now. Hold on now. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. What happened now? Hey, whoa, whoa. You ain't telling me that now. He was talking about Mike Rubin. You don't remember Michael Rubin? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Mike Rubin ain't touched little Baby Booty he now. Y'all got to cut it out he now. Y'all going too far. He didn't touch Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hug him from the back. Yeah, he did. He hugged him from the back, but he ain't touch his booty now. That's the little crazy. Oh, That's the little God. crazy, Blueface. <laughs> why, like, why Blueface give little baby a shot like that, I man? I don't know, man. All right, but uh, God, let's say a little baby response. I don't know what he said. I just don't even know why you played it. I don't know what he said. Entertaining them young boys beef. First of all, it's not even really beef. No, it's not. Rappers... Trading bars at each other. Jokes, really. Michael Rubin got it the worst, though. <laughs> what you mean? And you should say his name. Say his name. Don't just say, don't. why you let another man feel on your booty? By the way, that's disrespectful, too. <laughs> well, uh, yes. <laughs> because ain't nobody was feeling no, on his booty. No, it wasn't nobody was feeling on his booty, man. <laughs> the only thing that could have made that worth of you to did a freestyle to R. Kelly's feeling on your booty. See? You go too far. All right. And that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news with Teslin Figaro and Taraji P. Henson. They'll be joining us. Uh, Charlemagne is, is cleaning up. Uh, yeah. Get it all up. Yep, wipe it up. Wipe it up. Let me tell y'all something else about life, right? What? Um, when that bottle popped in here with yeah. puffed the other day, yeah. I was the only person that got up to clean it up. When this is uh this mess I just made, I'm cleaning it up cuz it's my own mess. 
That's the difference between me and a lot of other people. But I don't, I don't have a problem getting my hands dirty. Because back in the day when I was an intern, if I saw something like that, I'd have came running in to clean it up. Just want to tell. I just want to just want to throw that out there for all the people in here still trying to make it. Okay, just want to throw that out there for all the people in here still trying to make it. Okay, all right, all right. Well, we, front page news when we come back. Charlemagne's on his knees cleaning it up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Tesla, good morning. Good morning again, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God, Breakfast Club family. Peace, Ted. Let's jump right into it. Let's talk about these poll workers in Mississippi. I really got to get yeah, my mind out the gutter because when I hear poll workers, I think strippers. Come on, man. And I, and I know that's, that's not, not the gutter. I know yeah, that's not what we're talking about. No. <laughs> well, shout out to all the strippers. All the strippers. That's right. <laughs> um, poll workers in Mississippi uh, said they haven't been paid uh, for more than a month after the state primary elections. And people, and people, people ain't tipping. No, shut up, man. <laughs> Throw ahead. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> In public comments uh, at the Hyde County Board of Supervisors on Monday, uh, poll manager Sheila Davis and election workers uh, were very upset, saying that they were not paid during the August 8th and August 28th runoff elections. The workers said they refused to come back for November, sec- November 7th if they are not paid. Let's listen to what she said. If you didn't get your pay, how would you feel? So that's why I'm here today. As a community person, as a poll manager, I want to be able to work with integrity November the 7th. But if the people don't get paid, you will not have. You will probably have to come to the poll and work. They want to be poll workers now. They don't want to sit there and work 14 hours and wait. It's been 36 days now. If, if you work, you should get paid. That's the bottom line. But, but school me, Taz, who is supposed to pay them? Yeah, so so for clarity, it was about a thousand poll workers uh, that have not been compensated. So we're not talking about just a, a few folks. Uh, the election commissioner said that the reason they have not paid these folks is because the Democrat and Republican Party officials uh, basically haven't given them the, given them the money, and it's resulted in delays. Now, looking ahead, they said that they're going to use uh, some churches for some poll sites, and I, the church said, "No, nah, we ain't going to be able to do it. You had to pay us up front." So I thought that was funny. The church is basically saying, "Try Jesus, not them." So even the church don't trust. Uh, wow. Trust the, the Democrats and Republicans. So, so yeah. So how do we make sure they get their money? They just got to keep raising I, awareness. Just got to keep raising awareness, and which they're doing that by going to you know local meetings. Keep telling people politics is local. Make your voice heard, not just in the comments, but actually show up. You know at meetings, which is what they did, and I'm sure you know there'll be some some resolution to it now because they're going to need poll workers. You know, in November seventh, you're going to have somebody. Somebody's going to have to work the poll. I agree, poll workers, man, especially when they're doing uh, like private dances. If it's not in the club, they should, get their, money, they should get their money up front. I knew you was going to go there. They, should get, they, they should get their money up front because you can't guarantee that the people at the private party are going to tip. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's why, again, well, if we're going to transition to that, you know, that's why, you know, a lot of times you do get guarantees uh, in some of the strip clubs. You know, they right. give you a little bit of some, some of our private parties. That's you right. know, get a guarantee when you walk through the door and the rest is tips. You know all about it. Oh, my so goodness. Can we, can, can we move on to some real news? Let's talk Elon Musk. He's trying to charge people on a monthly fee. I'm, I'm happy for this. Me too. You are? Yeah. You happy for this? Yes. Well, let, let, her, let her tell a story for us. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I agree with you. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, well, when we talked about uh, Twitter charging folks before, I thought I recall you guys saying that was kind of crazy, but we'll talk about it in a second. But he is once again uh, debating bringing back 
another change to X, which is formerly known as Twitter. Now, this is about reducing the trolls, which I'm sure is what you guys, you know, what you guys are talking about. But let's take a listen to what he had to say. I say the, the single, single most important reason that we're moving to having a small uh, monthly payment uh, for uh, use of the X system is uh, it's, it's, it's the only way I can think of to combat uh, vast armies of bots. Uh, because a, a bot costs a fraction of a penny, call it a tenth of a penny. But if if uh, if somebody even has to pay, you know, a few dollars or something, some some minor amount, the the, the effective cost of of bots is very high. And then you also have to uh, get a new payment uh, me method every time you have a new bot. So that 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 actually the constraint of how many different you know credit cards you can find even on the dark web. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I think what we were talking about, Tez, prior was I think it's crazy mm -hmm. for people to want to pay for Twitter. Correct. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But I don't think it's crazy for Elon to charge them, charge them because he should charge them. I want you to have to pay to hate me. Yeah, I, you should not be able to hate me for free. Let's see I, how much you really care about hating. Yeah, that, that's right. And I was thinking the same thing. They're like, yeah, if you really want to hate, you really want to be that negative. If you're gonna that's pay right. to be that negative, then go ahead and do it. But I will tell you this too: uh, if they charge, I won't be on it anymore, so I won't even get to see it. But I haven't been on Twitter in like six years. Really? Literally. No, people, literally, people are literally be tweeting you too. I'll be laughing because I'm like, Sean, wait on. Literally, I, don't I never go. On Twitter, never, mm. ever. Only time I see tweets is like if somebody send me a tweet, but nobody ever send me nothing about like me. They just send me like news that mm -hmm. came on Twitter, and I'll look at the link. But I'm never on Twitter. But I link it to my IG, so whatever I post on IG, I also post on Twitter. But I, you I can still... link Twitter to IG. Yeah, usually when you post on Instagram, it automatically went to Twitter. Oh, no, it automatically goes to Facebook. Are you sure? And Facebook, yeah. It don't have a link on Twitter. No, it used to be a click where you click on your uh, Instagram and it automatically sends to Twitter. Oh, I didn't know that either. Okay, they, they don't have that anymore. No, they recently pulled it off, but I, I okay. post, whatever I put on Instagram, I, it, I automatically post on Twitter as well. And yeah, Twitter. I'm on there very rare because it is a cesspool, you know, of avatars is what I call it. You know, anonymous avatars, you know, just making anonymous comments, yep. uh, hiding, you know, their identity. Uh, and I, I'm not a fan of it. Twitter used to be, it is, and it still is sometimes, a good place for news, you know, because you get instant information. And I'm always looking for information, um, but it is definitely filled with bots. Instagram has bots too, but you have a little bit more control over your page. Now, what he's talking about doing, um, you know, now he's he's already charging folks eight dollars a month to be verified, which is crazy because we know that you're paying for it, by the way, including on Instagram, um, and it's allowing you access, you know, the special features. Uh, organizations are paying a thousand dollars a month to be verified, uh, and an extra fifty dollars for each of their affiliates. So. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, they're going to charge everybody with yep. words. Go ahead. Pay Elon Musk to hate us. Okay? Make <laughs> Elon Musk richer. All right? I want to see how much you care about actually disliking the people you claim that you dislike. Go ahead and pay the white man to continue to hate on more black people. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. Make the investment. Go ahead. Make the investment. Do your thing. <laughs> All right. Well, that... well let, let me say this. Uh, mm -hmm. Yesterday, you said it was National Cheeseburger Day. Uh, you know, there's always a, a crazy day. So today is National uh, Queso's Day and National String Cheese Day. So what's the queso? What's queso? Like that goes with your nachos. The cheese? Cheese? Yeah. Oh, I just call it cheese. You talk about cheese yeah, sauce. No. <laughs> uh, and, and Monday was National Cheeseburger Day. Monday. Yeah. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, so was. National String Cheese Day. But you don't eat cheese, Charlemagne. So no, I don't. I'm lactose intolerant. I feel like we just let all Latino listeners down, too. They're like, what is a queso? You don't know what a queso is? Maybe. Yeah, the queso cheese. Am I not pronouncing it queso? Right. You know never what heard queso of? is? It's queso. Yeah, right. That's, 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 that's more Mexican, though. It's not Puerto Rican, though, right? It's more Mexican. It's cheese. Okay, we'll salute to all the Mexicans. Shout out to all the Mexicans. You know yeah, when you go to the bar and you ask for, you know, they give you chips and give you that, that, um, 
that dip, queso dip. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. I just call yeah, it cheese sauce. Yeah. I thought it was cheese whiz. Just learn something. Okay. <laughs> Not cheese whiz. All right. Well, thank you, Tez. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. And, and make sure you subscribe to Tezlin Figueroa's podcast. It's Great Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. And follow at Tezlin Figueroa on all social media platforms. All right. When we come back, Taraji P. Henson will be joining us. We're going to kick it with her when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy Charlemagne the guy we are the breakfast club we got a special guest in the building the legendary Taraji P. Henson welcome how are you yeah how you feeling I I feel great Mm -hmm. I feel great you know Whenever I come to New York, and especially when I'm coming for Boris Lawns Henson Foundation, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we coming to spread joy, spread a message that it's okay not to be okay. That's right. You started that conversation. For, for people who don't know what the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation is. Okay. Tell them. Yes. Um, Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation, we launched in 2018. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really to eradicate the stigma around mental illness in the black community mm-hmm. and to bring more awareness to mental wellness in the black community because you know we don't talk about it That's right. we suffer in silence we isolate mm-hmm. and we try to be strong and we're dying so um, out of my own necessity for my own help mental wellness and my son um, I realized there was no real help out there for us so I had to do something about it so my best friend since the 7th grade Tracy J Tracy <laughs> we launched the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation to hopefully um, help a, a under underserved community how's your son doing He's doing great. He's doing great. He's doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing great. He's maneuvering through, you know, trying to become being a young black man in America. You know, when those rose colored glasses come mm-hmm. off, mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember those days. But he's maneuvered through it pretty well. Did he have a moment? Like, oh, he had a huge moment. Uh-oh. But I was, he picked the right mother because you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's interesting because I had an older gentleman tell me years ago um, when I was on the television show called The Division. It was my first series regular and I came in upset about something with Marcel. He was little at the time. And this guy said, don't you ever give up on him. Mm. Don't ever give up. I don't even know if Mark is still alive to this day, but I just remember him. I never forget him saying that. And every time I would have these issues with my son, I would be like wanting to choke him. I would hear his voice, don't ever give up. And um, you can't give up on your kids. You just got to pray. Tracy sent me something. Oh, was it you or Pam? Somebody sent me something about, a. I think it was a, um, a pastor who was saying, don't give up on your baby. I don't care if they strung out on drugs. Mm-hmm. Whatever their problem is, you wrap them up in prayer. Don't ever give up on your children. Mm. So what if you have to Damn can you set You made me think Can you set boundaries With your kids if you need You to? have to set boundaries You yeah. must set boundaries mm-hmm. Are you kidding me What type of boundaries Boundaries Like what are you willing To accept And not mm-hmm. accept You have to Because these kids Nowadays come so privileged They're not like us mm-hmm. Now I was talking To somebody the other day I was like I don't even think I I don't, can't remember The last time I saw A group of children Playing outside That's mm-hmm. real Yeah I make mine go outside You have to Yeah because they have these devices now, mm-hmm. um, which is not good for the mental. Mm-hmm. So um, these kids aren't—they don't even know what fresh air is anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think you mm-hmm. know. It's just a weird time to be a young Man, kid. That's true. You don't even tell kids. I mean, you smell like outside because yeah. they don't go out. They, they don't, don't go, go outside. outside. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I seen girls playing double dutch or or just Definitely riding bikes or anything. I guess the scariest thing is you don't want them to like make any mistakes that's going to really cost them while they're coming around. Correct. Absolutely. You that's know? that was your mother's fear. Mm-hmm. That's uh, every parent's fear. That was your father's fear. That's all of our fear forever. Like <laughs> my mother to this day, she tracks me. I'm 53 and <laughs> she wow. tracks me and she's like, "I just feel so much better knowing where you are." Mm-hmm. 
And when I see you're not moving, I can sleep at night. It right. never ends. Mm-hmm. It never ends. What, what, you know, we, we don't talk about enough the resources that are available for the friends and family that have to deal with folks who have mental health issues. Exactly. You know? Uh, because it takes a toll on them, uh, especially parents. Because mm-hmm. you feel like, I can't fix my child. It's something that I did wrong. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's your job to protect your kids and save them from, you know, mishaps. And when you can't, you feel inadequate or you feel like um, you're not doing your job. It's hard. Parenting is not easy. Man. And then being a single parent, I promise you, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Mm. I wouldn't. What? I just wouldn't. It's it's. First of all, children need both parents, boy, boys and girls. I don't care. You need both of your parents. Mm-hmm. If you're not living in the same household, you, you still need both. I mean, you know, regardless of whether your relationship mm-hmm. works out, that has nothing to do with the kid. You still right. have to show up both parents for that child. Unfortunately, my son's father was murdered, so I didn't have an option. But um, yeah, it's it's hard. It's tough, especially me being a, a boy mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need the man. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't teach him how to be a man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to be a man. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the that was the hardest struggle for us because when he was becoming a man, he's looking at me like you can't tell me anything. What can you tell me, your girl? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the dynamic is it gets a little difficult in the young adult years. Like Charlamagne was just saying, you know, so what do you do to make sure your mental is good? <laughs> Remember when I went to Bali? <laughs> I do. You there for a long time I too? Went for a whole month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to. I had to. I was coming apart at the seams and. And I didn't realize it because I was working mm-hmm. and and God is God is amazing because God will put you in a situation where you have to sit down. And I have been wor- in this doing this for what, over 20 years. Mm-hmm. I have been working nonstop my entire career. Right. And it was just this past year where I didn't have a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I did color purple and I was just kind of like sitting around and not sitting around I had other stuff to do but as far as like a call sheet and showing up and knowing lines and that kind of work acting gigs um and it was for a reason because I needed to I needed to take care of me I was not in a good place mentally I just really wasn't and um and thank God I had that time mm-hmm. to take care because Lord knows where I would be if I didn't have the time to, to, to really listen to myself and take time for myself and I think we live in such a grind society it's all mm-hmm. about grinding mm-hmm. you can sleep when you in that box well if you don't sleep now you might get to that box a little sooner than right, you right. playing when you when you finally slowed down were you were you surprised that you weren't happy uh I was at first but then I wasn't mm-hmm. because once you sit down and you go well how did you expect to be happy if you weren't paying attention? Like I wasn't mm. tracking my feelings. I was just working. And when you finally make it, you have this dream. I don't care what it is. You could be it could be a, to be a chef or whatever, but you have this dream and it finally comes true. It's like I can't stop now because what if the phone stops ringing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're not really paying attention to you're not doing a mental check. And then like I said, God did it for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the jobs piled up and I literally had to stop and check myself. I wasn't doing well. And I knew because I was looking at the people around me and they were like walking on eggshells and I'm a cool person. Like I'm, I'm the, I'm the most fun person, but they were concerned because I was a short fuse. Mm. Any little thing. I was like, I'm so annoyed. I like, was annoyed about every mm-hmm. little thing. And it was like, like I could even feel myself wanting to get into like, 
arguments on the streets and you know nowadays that's not safe not Girl, right? not you can, it could be the end of your life mm-hmm. you know and so it was things like little things were triggering me little things that once upon a time would just you know be water under the bridge or water off my back but whatever but I was literally everything was just uh, just, I felt like I could just run through a wall. Mm. It, you know, <laughs> but you it had sounds... the self-awareness to know it was you, though. A exactly. lot of people don't. You know, yeah. a lot of people would be like, that's everybody else. Point fingers, right? No, no, mm-hmm. no, no. I'm the type, like, if I don't feel 100%, I stay home. I don't mm. put my on other people. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm not in the best mood. I want to be the type of person, when I come into a room and I leave, everybody's much better mm-hmm. after my presence, Absolutely. right? And if I can't give that, then I need to stay home. Mm. All right, we got more with Taraji P. Henson. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Taraji P. Henson. Charlamagne? What, 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 what is joy joints? Joy joints. Okay. This is what I love because this is a time for us to really celebrate us mm-hmm. and to find that joy. And remind ourselves that that joy is our birthright. It's something that we were born with and it's something that is ours. And so across the nation, we want people to, if you have, if you're at work, it can be an office group. It could be friends. Remember how I said we don't see people playing outside anymore? Mm-hmm. That we're mm-hmm. trying to recreate that. Get the kids, have kickball, you know, go outside and play kickball or spades games, double dutch. Whatever it is that brings you joy, get a group of people and do it. Um, and we're all connecting through the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation to raise awareness of just finding your joy, tapping back into your joy. So it's like a party? Uh, it's a huge party, a, okay. na- a nationwide party. Got you, got you, got you. And you hooked up with Kate Spade on this? Yes, Kate Spade is, has been our partner since 20, uh, 2022. Mm-hmm. And they have really just been incredible partners. Kate Spade, New York, just been everything. They are the reason why we're able to uh, erect these wellness pods at HBCU campuses. They've been our partners in that and just in our partners in getting the message of mental wellness. And talk about that, what you're doing on those HBCU campuses. Okay. And the first so campus we, you started with. Yeah, we started with um, Alabama State University. We mm-hmm. um, we erected the first pod back in April mm-hmm. and it's been a huge success. Um, we're interested in universities that have um, who are very serious or invested in their student body mental wellness Um, because it's one thing for us to bring the pod but now we need your help to keep it going and Mm -hmm. make sure that the kids are getting you know the help and the resources that they need Um, and our next stop is Hampton and we're doing this one in November Um, and this is our second university we are Are you allowed to do it at Hampton being a Howard (laughs) I knew you was going to bring something (laughs) (laughs) He got, he's trying to get me back because he missed me on this wall over here. Wow. See wow. how people take it too far? Negroes always got to take wow. it a little too far. I yeah, know y'all lost you last weekend. You know, it was a Hampton Howard game. But that's y'all okay, lost but y'all, it's not like y'all number one on in, in anything. So. Damn. <laughs> it's Damn. okay. Joy, re- joy. We have, we're here to spread joy. <laughs> <laughs> it's joy. <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> He tried it. Did he put his helmet on him? Red ass helmet. (laughs) Get that water bucket out of here. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations 
where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. <laughs> anyway, he threw me off my joy. I'm back. <laughs> so what are the pods exactly? Oh, they're like these uh, containers. You know those containers that everybody's making into homes now? Yep, yep. So we found a company, SI Container Bills, and mm-hmm. they are amazing. We had a student from um, Alabama State University who's a visual artist, mm-hmm. and she made the whole m- mural, which is so beautiful. But in the respite pod, you can have um, uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. You can do yoga. We have two actual rest pods. We're student because you know when you're in college, you're always around people. That's right. You know you have roommates. It's the study hall. It's the students, and sometimes you just need to get away from all of that. And so we have these rooms where you can go respite. You can rest. You can meet with a therapist mm-hmm. virtually or in person, or you can just go in there and just relax and chill. Yeah, sometimes you just need Decompress. to disconnect. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. So it's a safe space for students to go when they feel so. stressful and it's too much. How many HBCUs are you going to? Four, Four. this Four. year. That's dope. Yes. That's dope. Yes. Now, students need that because oh, it, it gets stressful and especially uh, for students that's never been alone going to those schools and, and not knowing people gives you anxiety having to pass and knowing that if you get a, a lower grade than a certain you lose your scholarship and then meeting new friends so I think that's that's amazing yeah and it's also for students to feel like they belong correct the dropout rate is insane mm-hmm. um, and it's bec- I think it's a lot of it is, is, is you know it's a lot on these students and mm-hmm. now throw social media in the mix mm-hmm. oh my god on top right. of all the other things mm-hmm. you know so we're just trying to help we're just trying to save us and mm-hmm. save our future by saving these kids mm-hmm. I feel like you should come out with a line of pre-rolls called joy joints joy joints yes okay hey you think so? joy joints a line of pre-rolls yeah. I got it a lot of people are using plant-based medicine for the anxiety really and depression are. and stuff like that. Yeah, they are. That'd be dope. And you also have the uh, One Million Hours Joy Challenge. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you started that last spring. Yeah. How did somebody join that? BorisLHensonFoundation.org. Mm-hmm. You can find out how you can sign up for the Joy Joints or how you just, if you just want to donate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Tyler Perry uh, spoke about something a couple of days ago. Oh, Lord. Uh, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm back. <laughs> Can you talk about your Broadway show? Or that's, oh, I can totally can talk, talk about, that? about Okay, Tyler. okay. All right. I am so proud to be a producer of a Broadway show. What I love about this show is it because it showcases these women, and I love bringing life to hidden figures. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in D.C. I used to get my hair braided, but it was always over somebody's house, a friend's house. I never really knew about the hair braiding salons hung out millions of times in Harlem and I would walk past the salons. I just walked past them, you know. Uh. But this play brings such a light to these women. And another thing, when you think about ICE and deportation, you never think about us because the only images mm. they always show are the Latin community, right? But this play showcases that. Mm-hmm. These women are undocumented. They're in this country and they're trying to make a living. This is how they're doing. They're braiding hair. And in the play, you see that they have an issue with ICE and their documentation. I never think about that. Do you think about that? 
No, I, uh, one time when they, I think it was, was it the Haitian migrants who they say were coming over? Mm -hmm. I, this, that was a, a couple years ago, but it was like yes. a mention. It wasn't. It was just a mention. Yeah, yeah. But whenever ice shows up, you never see. It's always, it's always they're Latino. coming down yeah. on the Latin community. Yep. So I never even thought about that. Mm -hmm. I never even thought about undocumented black people mm -hmm. in the U.S. You know what I mean? And these women literally just trying to make a living. And so that was very interesting to me. Mm. Not only that, yes, bringing life to their, their story and their lives and these incredible women, but I love hair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I almost became a cosmetologist. I, I mean, I almost went to school for cosmetology, but I missed it by one year. And I have a hair care line, so it really makes, it was a no-brainer for me to produce this show. And congratulations. Congratulations on the hair care line. Won Thank a bunch you. of awards. Yes. Congrats. Are you using it at your household? I did try some. My kids as well. You know what? We um, My daughter had a problem with... Um, Boy, the Hampton people lie for us. No, no, no. Let it, let it finish. No, no, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> because I actually had to go and get everybody's hair product because my daughter had... Uh, what, is, what is it called? I don't know what it was. But she had Flaky. something in her hair. And we, we went and got everybody's hair. I mean, I done got the Brat. I didn't even know the Brat had a hair product. Oh, I done yeah. picked up the Brat hair products. Porsche has hair products I picked up because my wife sent me to the store and I just looked for anybody black and I just got, got all the products. <laughs> but you love TPH. But anyway, that's what you forgot to say. All right, well, hold up, hold that thought. We got more with Taraji P. Henson. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake up. Good morning. We are The Breakfast Club. DJ MV, Charlemagne the Gods. We're still kicking it with Taraji P. Henson. Charlemagne? What makes TPH stand out <laughs> from everybody else? Because TPH specializes in scalp care, honey. Mm. You got to clean your scalp first. And you have a head that is naked. You can see. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything for no him? No protection. Do you have anything for him? No. He, he has a scalp, doesn't he? You still got to clean your scalp? You, do. you absolutely. You still have to clean your scalp. And moisturize it so it don't and get dry. Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. That's what TPA You got something for him, for. boy. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> she should get a walk for that one now. This He's, is what I came for. Go <laughs> ahead. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that, but that's another way to bring joy. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I, I believe self care, hair care is self care, mm -hmm. especially for women from ethnic backgrounds because we have curly, thick, big hair, and we look at doing our hair as a chore. And so, with the TPH line, it's more of um, it's like a spa experience. So you pamper yourself from scalp to toe. That's because you don't have a body line too. Mm -hmm. So um, the whole line was created. Um, to change the narrative of, you know, taking care of yourself as a chore and look at it more as self-care, like mm -hmm. take yourself to the spa. And and the reason I came up with that is because my hair care line launched during the pandemic. People were afraid to go to salons and Absolutely. be around other people. So it was more like bring the salon home to you. Yeah, you can. At an affordable it. price. At an affordable price. Can men use it? Or is this for Absolutely men can okay. use it. You have a scalp, right? Yes, but I'm talking about guys that use like the Just For Men in the Beijing. Like, will it wash it out? Will it wash it? It'll the, wash it all off. Damn. Yeah, I think I hear soap and rain. Here comes rain a stab. Here comes a stab. Yeah. yeah, you try to be funny. He's, he's throwing no, a stab at me, Taraji. Right. We oh. had a whole conversation about this because I think a lot of guys are doing this now. They're getting the, the hair transplants in the Beijing and the Just and For the Men. And I'm like, I'm like, why? Like, who who are y'all doing this for? And so a lot of women called up here and say they don't even like that. they rather the guys just... Just be bald. Be bald or yeah. grow their salt and pepper beard. Just like y'all like rather that. us just wear our hair and not wear wigs and stuff. Oh, I don't care. I, you know, I know, but I I hear yeah. that, uh, you know, a lot of men are just, just be natural. They don't believe that. I think they just be... I, I'm, I'm, I think you should do whatever it is that makes you happy. That makes you happy, exactly. Unless you a man. If you're a man, you should let how the salt come, and pepper grow up. How come men can't do? Because it looks ridiculous. That's terrible. They haven't learned how to blend it in. 
Like it don't well, look if natural. If it looks good, you don't mind if it looks good. If it looks good, right? Yes. Because some natural. of those wigs look really good. I'm not. I'm trying to say this with a straight face. <laughs> really not trying to be funny because I believe people should do what makes them feel good and if if women can wear lace fronts men can too I haven't seen a good one yet baby hairs. they've been going crazy with the baby hairs no, the now. baby hairs are a little out of control a little crazy they're, baby, they're bangs they're not baby hairs baby hairs going down to your your, your, your mouth like this your nose like your, your cheeks like it's getting crazy now it's getting crazy now you know what you know what it is mm-hmm. when the baby hair meet the eyebrow yeah that's getting crazy now but you're talking to somebody but I don't judge some people like it and if that makes you happy wear that baby bang bang because I just that want is it to a look bang. natural. I want the- that is a bang on your forehead. <laughs> but if that makes you feel good, wear that bang, baby. And get you some TPH products to slick it That's down. Right. That's right. That's right. Now, World Mental Health Day is coming up. That's yes. right. What are some things people could do to uh, in their communities to create their own joy joints and joy challenges oh, and all that good get stuff? Get the best group. If you like spades, you like Uno, mm-hmm. whatever it is that brings you joy. It could be mm. sitting outside sitting on the stoop talking whatever it is whatever brings you joy I can't tell you what brings you joy mm-hmm. I know what brings me joy um, I want to play I want to do double dutch <laughs> I want to jump double dutch you still do it now and play jacks I haven't in a while but I would for gotcha. this to bring myself joy I'm willing to do anything people don't oh, that brings you back to your inner child absolutely gotcha. never let your inner child die mm-hmm. people Keep don't people double dutch nor, nor do they know how to double dutch I know, and that mm-hmm. which is crazy because when we do the um, events, I bring this double dutch team, mm-hmm. husband and wife, and they teach people how to double dutch men and women, and they teach you mm-hmm. the easy way how to how to you know because I'm yeah. double handed, so I don't know how to I don't know how to do it, but <laughs> but um, it, it teach you because it's fun and it's it an is. exercise, and a it lot is. of people they don't know how to do it anymore. No, they don't because people aren't playing outside anymore. That is correct. I, I like what you said about that because you know a lot of people are afraid to do that because their inner child still need, is so broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when your inner child still needs to be? Loved. You have to nurture it. Mm-hmm. You have to nurture that little child. Pay attention to it. That child cries out for attention all the time. I play still to this day. That's what my salon is about. Mm-hmm. I have a salon in my house. And I get my t- friends tease me all the time because I have a square, like a register. It's just, I used to play register when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And as I grew up, I was like, I'm going to always purchase the things that I couldn't afford when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was get, I was told no so much because we couldn't mm-hmm. afford it. And when I can afford, I'm going to get it. And so my salon is more like my playroom. And that's where I go when things become too much. Mm-hmm. I go in there and I tell people, don't call me. I have clients. <laughs> you And what do you do? Do you go through a whole like... Uh Yep. I have an appointment book and I make up appointments. Wow. I go there. I let my inner child play. And I have these dolls, these heads, and I do their hair. Mm -hmm. Like one may have um, a wet set appointment. Mm -hmm. One may have um, a dye. (laughs) I may have to cut. You do by yourself? Yeah. Wow. I went to um, the University of YouTube and I learned a lot. <laughs> I graduated magna cum laude, so I know a lot of things. I'm going to bring my girls over to your house then. If you're doing <laughs> you doing hair like that. I do nails there. too. You do nails? I'm gonna bring I them do them it all. Oh, yes, oh, bring them over. That drop off. <laughs> I was like, then why didn't I have a girl? You know what I mean? Girls are hard, man. My son That's... be like, eh, miss me with all of that. Oh, I'm not interested. <laughs> girls are hard. I got four of them and my oldest is at that age where she don't want nothing to do with daddy. She's 15. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. And that's heartbreaking. Mm-mm. Put your put your seatbelt on. My wife says it'll it'll she'll, it'll go she'll, yeah it'll go away. But it'll how long away. though? Jesus, you never know. Yeah, now she gonna get a boyfriend. Sometimes and she really it, not gonna care it about could you be then. five years. It could be ten. You get a boyfriend. It's usually a ten year. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Pretty like, much. Like, wait she, till she's 25? Yeah. Then she's going to get married? You, you're not, yes, because it's true. It's and then you, she got a baby? It's you're out, you're t- done. It's you, like, hang it up for the 20s. That's Let right, just, just, just don't. What? Yeah. Just wait for her to come back, like, tw- 28, 29. Start crying now. Yeah, I don't think people realize how heartbreaking. That's something that fathers don't talk about enough. Like, that's yeah. heartbreaking when you're... Your little girl all of a sudden don't want nothing to do with you and, and act like they don't even like you. Yep. Would you would you say that the Boris Lawrence Foundation is your life's work? Yeah, definitely my life, uh, uh, a life purpose, a purpose, mm-hmm. a clear purpose. Like I thought it was acting. I'm going to touch the people through my mm-hmm. work. And of course I did. But I just felt like that was to bring me here because this feels really fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Like I really because f- you could do a performance. At, will you touch somebody? Will you change my? I don't know. I hope so. But this is the work that is really changing and saving lives. Mm-hmm. And um, and I feel good about what I'm doing. I feel important. You are important. <laughs> Absolutely. I know, but For a no, number of reasons. I know, but this really makes me feel like I have a life purpose mm-hmm. beyond vanity and being pretty in front of a camera or what does she have on or you know. Are you almost tired of Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. Almost is uh anyway. <laughs> but I still got some jobs to complete. Word, word, word. I have some things that I'm working on, but I know it's yeah, it's I'm, it's getting to the point where I'm like I'm ready to let these kids have it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking for my exit strategy. I don't want to be doing this one. Um, not on a grind. Yeah, not, yeah. You know, I want to dip back in when I'm ready. When it's a project that I feel so inclined that I will come out of my retirement, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm literally ready to go stick mm-hmm. my toes in some sand somewhere and let these kids have it. How can people donate and contribute to uh, the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation? Always. You can always um, go to www.borislhensonfoundation.org. That's right. <laughs> we appreciate you joining always. us. Always. You, you are so loved, much. valued, and appreciated. Absolutely. Uh, Henson. I will know that when I'm up <laughs> on this wall. But we appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> from Howard University. Hey, do you know? Period. Get that water bucket out of here. <laughs> Taraji B. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> what happened? You what? My headphones in the other room, man. What the break? Uh, you an idiot. Uh, the world's most dangerous. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Uh, Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy. Envy forgot his headphones. In but it's time room. for Rumor Report. I think we're going to talk about uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty uh, patty. I'm gossiping. Tell- this is the Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we're on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. All right. Now, Megan Thee Stallion, she was doing a recent interview with Entertainment Tonight, and she talks about uh, overcoming hardships. She talks about the VMAs and the next phase in her life. What can we expect in this new era of music for you? I feel like I'm in such a fresh space. Like, yeah. everything about me is new. My attitude, my vibe. I feel like I'm starting a new chapter in my life. Well, what's and... inspiring that new chapter? What do you think? Um. I think I've just gone through so much and I'm so at a point where I don't care about a lot of stuff. I'm just so comfortable with myself. I'm into taking risk right now. Yeah. I don't have any apps on my phone. I don't have any social media on my phone. What? Yeah. So I have no idea what's happening half the time. Like the whole JT thing, I didn't even know that had happened. Well, that's good because it nothing did happen. Nothing happened. So my homegirl called me. She's like, did you have a fight with J- Justin Timberlake? I said, what? <laughs> but no, so I don't have any inspiration from anybody out right now. I have no clue what anybody's doing. Yeah. So the music that I've been making, it's, it feels good to me. What are we expecting from Meg uh, musically? And should we have an expectation of her musically? Are we expecting her to, you know, talk about, you know, the things that she's been through over the last couple of years? Or do we care? Are we just, what are we, what's the expectation? Or do we have one? 
I, I don't have one. I, I think Meg just makes Me music that you know makes people dance, make people feel good. I, I don't expect her to do a long, detail, you know, songs about what happened in her life. That's that's not what Meg did. But I do like what what I do love what Meg said that you know sometimes she has none of those apps on her phone, so it clears her mind. She doesn't have to worry about the he says she say the negative comments, the positive comments. She could just focus on music and focus on what's going on really in life. But when did that happen? Because she was always. Uh, clapping back at well she said now she said recently oh recently she said recently okay. she okay. said recently I just wonder I wonder I wonder. do people have an expectation of Meg's do you? music oh no I don't think so I'm not yeah no, I'm not expecting her to detail anything that mm -mm. Um, happened over the past couple of days I mean she's never really been that kind of artist so that's I what mean, I'm saying yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not expecting that now um, I heard her and Cardi working on an EP though yeah, together? I, I think that'll be dope. Yeah. Now, uh, back to uh, Nori. Shout out to Nori. Nori sent another clip of his Memphis Bleak interview, I believe, that comes out this week. Now, I thought this was entertaining. I thought this was interesting. There's a picture that we all see of Michael Jackson. He just performed with Jay-Z, uh, and uh, they all look excited. Everybody's in the picture. Dame Dash, Clue, Memphis Bleak. So he talks about when Michael Jackson actually stepped in the room. Yo, Mike came through, right? Yo, listen, if you wasn't with Hove... You had to turn around and face the wall. Wait, come on. Wait, wait. Yeah. So Mike, did, did, was it Mike who delivered that speech? Like, don't Listen, look at me. His security guards came in before he came in, right? So they like this. Everybody who don't have the like the Jay Z pass, like I'm with the not family, the Rockefeller chain. You no, could have had the Rockefeller chain. You had to have that pass. pass. Mm -hmm. Gee, they was making the turn up, face the wall, like it was the pat down on the block. <laughs> like everybody, because Mike didn't want eye to eye contact. Nobody to look him in his eyes. I might have turned around with the permission. I don't want to look at his eyes. <laughs> so I'm looking at everybody in the hallway facing the wall like these. <laughs> That's why. I don't believe that. I mean, no, I believe I believe I believe that happened, but I don't believe Michael Jackson asked people to do that. I think that sometimes people's handlers be extra. That's what I think. That's a lot of. That's a little too extra to make everybody turn around and face the wall yeah, so you don't look people in the but eye. We, but we've seen that before. Like we've seen, we've seen extra people who 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 the handlers will be extra. And then when you talk to the artist, I'll be like, I didn't ask for that to happen. And I'm not gonna lie, I used to do stuff like that. What you mean? When I used to work for, <laughs> when I used to work with Wendy Williams, I would tell interns don't look her in the eye. Like Wendy don't like the, for people to look them in the eye. <laughs> so that's you being an idiot. And so they would always look down and Wendy would, Wendy would scream at them, why come y'all don't look me in the eye? See, that's when you, you talk to somebody, you look, you're supposed to look people in the eye. That's just you being an idiot, man. That's just you. That's, that's totally different. <laughs> so you wouldn't play if you had Michael Jackson? All that power Michael got, you wouldn't tell people stupid stuff like that? That's a security. Man, I have people in there doing the hokey pokey. Like Michael would feel real <laughs> comfortable if y'all walk in and y'all doing the hokey pokey. You know what I'm saying? That's why God don't give you, you know what Michael? You know what Michael really likes when people, when you walk in, you just walk up to him and sing Man in the Mirror. That's what he would really like. See? See, that's what... You know what? And that is your rumor report. Gotta right. keep spirits light. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, Charlemagne. Yes. Give him that down too. Man, four after the hour. Wait till you find out what these kids did when they heard about... uh. When they heard Michael Jackson was coming, these kids at this school, this is crazy, <laughs> boy. This oh boy. is wild. Yeah, I need these six individuals from Santo Amaro University to come to the front, come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with them. All this right. Is, by the way, this is nasty. Oh, okay. This is nasty. All right. We'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Damn, the hee-haw again. It's time for Donkey of the Day. I'm ain't trying to be Donkey today no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I'm not making these people do these things. It's called Donkey of the Day, and it really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne. Who got the Donkey of the Day today? 
Well, Jess Hilarious, uh, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, September 20th. It is September 20th, right? Yes, yeah, September 20th goes to six Santo Amaro University students who have been expelled from said university. Now, stories like this make me feel like we really are in a multiverse. And it's quite possible that a lot of things we see online are from Earth. Just not the Earth we live on. I'm serious when I say this, people. I believe there are multiple feeds being broadcasted at once from several different Earthuses because sometimes you see things and you like, those aren't the same kind of humans that I share space with. Not on this third rock from the sun. They from a planet Earth, just not the one we are because I can't think of any possible reason why six students attending a university of higher learning would do what these young men did, at least not in this era. Okay, if you're born in the 1900s like I am, 1978 to be exact, then you know the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, whole different world. Oh, it was a wild time, okay? What these men did, though, I personally believe would make some of the worst of us from that era cringe. Okay, I believe what these six young men did would make anybody who was wilding say y'all went too far. Mm-mm-mm. Not just went too far, but really got me thinking they need their heads examined. Okay, remember when adults would say that to us as kids? That boy need his head examined, okay? What's wrong with his brain? Y'all got to take him to go see somebody. In retrospect, I believe they was talking about a therapist. Okay, so salute to all of us who eventually went to go see somebody. But these six individuals really need a psychological evaluation. Or they got to be drug tested because what they did is despicable. What? And you know it's despicable when I say despicable because I don't even like to use the word despicable because I have a list and I end up spitting everywhere. Mm-hmm. Let's go to FBC offer the report, please. Santo Amaro University has expelled several students after footage of them went viral this week. The Brazilian University saw male students from the indoor football team sitting on the sidelines watching the women's volleyball team with their pants around their ankles. After the team won the volleyball championship, the players stormed the court and appeared to perform a group masturbation celebration. Are those their The half-naked group of students paraded around the gym, touching their genitalia, as those in the stands looked on in disgust. Sao Camilo University confirmed the incident originally took place in April. However, footage of the moment went viral over the weekend. The Santo Amaro University announced six students had been expelled this week, Mm. but... Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. 
Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Did not name them. For FBCR News 8, I'm Wayne Kerr. FBCR. Fake Breakfast Club report. Real story. Just a fake news report. Just real story. That's a true story. It's not a real news station. You understand what I'm saying here, right? Yes. Okay. Six male students sitting on the sidelines, watching the women's volleyball team with their pants around their ankles, storm the court, and appear to perform a group masturbation celebration, a celebratory circle jerk, a synchronized five-finger shuffle, a board of buffing the vampire okay. slayers. Okay. How many males does it take to make Pearl Jam? Apparently six. And I, for the life of me, don't understand how someone can come up with an idea like this, run it by other people, and nobody... Not one person said, hell no. 
And now what's nuts about this is these people, according to the Brazilian president, the Brazilian president had to comment on this because he's in town uh, for the U.N. meetings in New York. Sidebar, y'all know that ain't nothing but uh, NY Fashion Week for world leaders, right? They just partying and fake working. Same drugs, same hookers as Fashion Week, just under the guise of politics. But the Brazilian president said this was a disgusting, unacceptable episode. The behavior of young people who are at the university who intend to be doctors and take care of people. Future doctors. Six of them together, all seasoning their meatloaf at the same time. It's like they was competing on Top Chef trying to see who can make the tastiest tartar sauce. And we were just having this discussion with Taraji P. Henson last hour. How you don't want your children to end up making a mistake that's going to cost them? Remember we had that discussion? Yes. And to me, this is what this is. Are these kids' lives over? No, absolutely not. But is it a temporary feeling that led to a permanent decision? Yes, because that permanent decision was they're expelled. I don't know what the process is to get back in school, but I know it's not going to be an easy one, especially when you have a crime on your record like this. I don't know how things are in Brazil, but public misdemeanor, I mean, public masturbation is a misdemeanor, you know, uh, here in America. You can go to jail or get fined, but even greater than that. I simply don't trust you. Why would I trust you to be a productive member of society, a doctor, when you're making poor decisions like this and y'all decided to audition the finger puppets in public in front of everyone? What the hell y'all doing when you think folks aren't looking? <laughs> if this is what y'all do when y'all in public, what are y'all doing when you think folks aren't looking? Now, y'all know me. I encourage people, if you see something, say something. And apparently these young men love to go around shaking hands with the milkman. They love scratching Yoda behind the ears, okay? A bunch of young Jedi's jerking. And they may not know it, but there have been people on campus who have come forward to tell us what the hell has been going on with the Squirt Hockey 6. Apparently these dudes spirit a beard, bearded clam everywhere and folks feel like they have to defend themselves against them. We have a black American who goes to Santo Amaro University and told us some things about an incident he had with the Squirt Hockey 6. Let's go to FPCR for the report, please. One nigga got that nigga out of this. Thank God. Yeah, I had to fight yeah. some nigga back bathroom. No homo. We slipping on semen. <laughs> <laughs> we but niggas was jacking off in the uh, bathroom. Whoa. Whoa. Listen. What in the hell? Listen, listen, Squirt Hockey 6. Only thing I can tell you is sometimes it takes a false turn every now and then to arrive at the rest right destination. I repeat, sometimes it takes a false turn every now and then to arrive at the right destination. That is true. But y'all need to get y'all heads examined. Okay, what the hell was you thinking? You wasn't thinking. Was it crack? It gotta be crack. All right, tell me it was drugs because if it wasn't, humans really might be doomed as a species. Please let Remy Ma give the Squid Hockey 6 or the Squirt Hockey 6 uh, from Santo Amaro University the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? The Squirt Hockey 6 from Santo Amaro University. Hmm. I, I just don't understand. Like, you get those people together and be like, hey, this is a good idea. Not one person said no. Let's drop our pants. Grab our meat and run on court. Not one person said nah. One <laughs> person said that is stupid. Like not one. That person. Out of si I mean six. Not. Six people is a lot of people that have to agree to do something like this. Not one. These are college students going to school to be doctors, and not one person said nah, bro. We've all did stupid stuff when we were not young. like that. Ain't nothing wrong with being a little gay. Everybody's a little gay. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Yeah, right? me neither. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's just wow. Is that gay? Yeah, well, yes. That's not something I'd be like, hey, Charlamagne, join me in the bathroom. I want to be, 
You know, I'm going like, to human resources. Great human resources. <laughs> like it's just that's great. Human resources. Like, something straight, you don't see with your people. Like I've never, I've never been with my people to say. I can hey. retire from that one. I can retire after that. Yeah, that check would be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've just, I've never seen anybody. You know, I'm with the homies. Like yo, yo, yo never, let's do something. Never, <laughs> let's never, just, let's never. just run up at McDonald's and never. like this has never happened. Now that makes me think, right? What, what if you and what if you and four or five of your homeboys decided to go rob a store? Right, mm-hmm. uh, or four or five of your homeboys decide to go do a home invasion. What's crazier, that or this? It's all stupid. It's all stupid. Right. But we look at this like this is unbelievable. We can't believe it. But that other one is just like, oh, that's just a little stupid. Like, damn. You know what I mean? We'd make we probably make excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, we'd make excuses for the, the home invasions and the robberies. But if you had a choice, what you mean if I had a choice? If if there was one that you had to do, which one would you would it be? Oh boy, that's a Man, that shouldn't be a tough one. But, but what, <laughs> wow! Say, like, what, would you rather the home evasion or would you, you and your one, man, like uh, to, you know? One is perverted and immature and disgusting. But one could get you jail time. Yeah, I, uh, I don't want to answer this question. How about that? I just, I just choose not to answer. <laughs> choose not to answer. I, I have no, I have no reason I, to answer this question on this radio this morning. Bet, we'll see y'all no tomorrow. Reason. Peace, bet. Where you want to go? What do you mean? Where do I want to go? No, I don't want to go that would do that with you. I'm not saying I'm like I'm not inviting you to say, "Hey, Charlemagne, let's go in the street and pull down a pit." I'm not I don't saying know that. why your mind is going. There. I'm, I'm saying where you want to go asking, next. Oh, you mean as far as topic? Yes, just we can do whatever. We can say, uh, you know, what is what's something that you and your homeboys did when y'all was young that, that was, was dumb, stupid. That was dumb. That was stupid. Extremely stupid. Right. We can. This is a safe space. You can remain anonymous. You don't have to tell your name. You don't got to tell you from. Just tell us the story. 800. And also, the more important thing, how did you bounce back from it? 800-585-1051. What did you do with your homies that was dumb, stupid, mm. that you wish you didn't do, mm. but you were able to bounce back from it? Let's discuss. Mm. And and you can keep it anonymous. We won't tell anybody. Yeah, of course we, won't we won't say your name. We won't say where you you're from. You don't got to say where you're from. That's, that's right. 800-585-1051. But if it's too crazy, I'm telling this one. Let you know that. It depends what it is. Yeah. It depends <laughs> what it is. I, I reserve the right to snitch. That's I'm right. that right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Daddy, call him up. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Charlemagne's donkey of the day. Yeah, six male students from Santo Amaro University. We're calling them the Squirt Hockey Six. These guys literally sat sideline. They sat on the sidelines watching the women's volleyball team with their pants around their ankles. After the girls won, they stormed the court and appeared to perform a circle jerk celebratory a celebra- celebration. Jesus Christ. A celebratory circle jerk. Okay. Yes. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What is some, something that you did that was stupid when you were young? You and your homies or you and your girls did something so stupid that you wish you didn't do it. You can call up. You can be anonymous. And we got one person on the line right now. Hello, who's this? What's going on, man? It's Q, man. It's DJ Envy. What's up, Q? What's going on, man? How you feeling, man? Man, I'm I'm, I'm so happy I finally got through, man. All right. So you know what we're asking. You sound like you're about to say something criminal. Nah, it it ain't too, too. It it, it was already did time for it, whatever. But it's all right now. I mean, it is what it is. Okay, okay. You did time for it. All right, what happened? So, so like, like 10 years back, right? Me me and a couple of my homies, we, uh, we tried to hit a lick. And we ended up leaving the dude paralyzed. And uh, after, you know, it was all said and done, dudes got caught. They they told on me. I went to prison for five years for it, you know, after I lost trial. You did what now? <laughs> <laughs> he robbed somebody, so, beat him up, and paralyzed him. 
Oh, I thought you said nah, about we didn't beat him up. Nah, he, he got he got shot. He got shot. But uh, you know, it, it was uh, after it was all said and done. Like you know, they uh, you know, we got caught, and you know, I went I went to trial for it, and and uh, you know, everybody came and told on me at my trial, and I, it was like it was a dumb decision at the time. But you know, dudes was hungry. Dudes was just, you know just trying to trying to come up yeah i mean listen we don't make no excuses for it and i'm glad that we can sit back and tell tell these young boys that that behavior is absolutely stupid it's dumb right. you know what i mean it ain't oh, gangster it's, it's, you don't get no stripes it was for one it. Of the dumbest, it was one of the dumbest decisions i ever made in my life i did i did five years in prison i got 15 years suspended after five i actually just got out like three years ago but you know i got my cdl i'm, I'm on the road driving trucks now and stuff so it, it, uh, it was bad, but, you know, it, it turned out better for me, you know. Well, listen, like I said during Donkey of the Day, sometimes it takes a false turn every now and then to arrive at the right destination. But you see how even with that crime that he just talked about, we still ain't looking at him like he ran on the court with six of his boys That's and true. jerked off. That's true. You know what I mean? Even though they all should be looked at as both equally ridiculous. Yep. Maybe not, though. Hello, who's this? <laughs> he did paralyze. Hello, this oh, no. out of Tampa. Hey, what's up, bro? Talk to us. Well, oh, you from Florida. So what, 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 we good. What did you do younger that you regret and that you wish you didn't do, but hopefully you learned from it? I remember when I was a kid back in the day, me and my boys used to be on the bridge and light fireworks and just throw them down at the um, highway or the highway and let them go off. See, that's stupid. To me, this is, this is on the same level of these kids in the college mm -hmm. because there's no reason for this. I guess the only thing that we could say about the dude who robbed somebody, even though that's just as equally as dumb, probably more, is at least they were trying to get money. Y'all ain't y'all wasn't doing yeah. nothing but trying to hurt people. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're just dumb or young kids back in the day. How did you learn from that? How did you bounce back from that? What happened to make you stop? Or did you? Yeah, we stopped because, you, like you said, when you get older, you see people, you know, basically um, get hurt for them real bad. So we, as a young kid, we stopped doing it. Have you gone to church to repent? Yeah, we have. I have. You Muslim now. Yo, shut up, man. Have a good one, man. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> what? Hello, who's this? It's Angel Envy. Angel, oh boy. When you guys say it's Angel Envy, what did you do that you regret that you did with your homies when you were younger, brother? Man, listen, it was Halloween night. Maybe 13, 14 years of that with dirty foot sprinkled here and there. But man, we was just causing havoc in the neighborhood, dude. Older couple. I don't know if you are, well, you from New York. Charlemagne may be able to, to um, he may be able to, um, I can't think of the word. Understand? Anyway, understand? Uh, yeah, relate? Understand, man. Yeah, okay. Relate. Bingo, relate. That's the word. Okay. So what did you do, brother? About 12 by 5, 12 by 5, front porch, glass window, man. We threw a brick through this elderly couple. Man, you should that be ashamed of your Why damn Why would you self? do that, man? There's, there's, there's no fun you in that. Be, you, should, you should be ashamed of your it. damn thought self. thought about it the next day. Yeah, because they had to get up, probably panic. Police had to cover it up, and it was one or two in the morning, man. And I still to this day, I'm 48 years old, man, and I still feel bad about that. Are they still alive? I doubt it. I doubt it. They was in their 60s back then, man, and we were like 13 to 14. Hey. Feel bad I hope that. I hope I hope if they are no longer here every now and then they just come up behind you and go boo for no damn reason. Just scare the hell out you. You had to wish that you had to wish that bad luck on me, man. I, I ain't wish I ain't bad. I ain't wish no harm. Because every now and then they need to terrify you the way you terrified them. The way they jumped when they probably heard Dang. that brick go through that glass. Exactly. I hope that they ghost do that to you every now and then. You could have gave just a heart every attack, now man. and then. Dick, my my point. My point. Oh, but yeah. I oh man. Y'all doing a good job. 
Y'all have a good day. Don't turn it on us. I'm gonna tell you something else too. I hope I hope next time you having sex, you just feel a little pinch on your butt. That's one of them ghosts and elderly people just pinching you on your butt while you having sex. We might as well take a little further. Forget a pinch. You might no, just... that's all you need. A little pinch. That'll scare the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's too that's too much. Well, you know, I can't tell a ghost how to how to react. <laughs> I can't tell a ghost how to get they get back. If a ghost wanna do a prostate exam, go ahead, man. Eight hundred five eight five one oh five one. We're asking, what did you do that you were young with your homies and your girls that you regret? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, Charlemagne gave Donkey today to who? Man, six students from this, uh, the University of Santo Alamaro, okay? They were sitting on the sidelines watching the women's volleyball team with their pants around their ankles. They stormed the court and appeared to perform a group masturbation celebration. They've all been expelled, by the way. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What's something that you did when you were young with your homies or your girls that you regret? All right, we got uh, Dre on the line. Dre, good morning. Talk to us. Good morning, man. How y'all doing? Charlotte, man. Good, Dre, brother. what up, brother? Hey, y'all doing good, man? Yes, sir. Yes, Bless Black and Holly favorite. How are you? Uh, hey, Black and Holly. <laughs> All right, go ahead and tell on yourself this morning. So, me and my man, he was uh, out of weed, marijuana that day. And we ended up going to his dad's best friend's house, snuck in, grabbed a whole stash of crud, smoked it, you know, and we in Michigan, so you know, illegal, illegal. Uh, next day I went to work. Mom came in and was like, "What was y'all on last night, huh?" We heard something happen. I was like, "Nah, I ain't doing nothing." <laughs> what are you talking about? What did you say? Hold on, you say y'all did what? You- Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. You say you took, because it sounded to me like you said you took a whole stash of crack. No, a whole stash of weed, man. Oh, Marijuana. weed? You oh, weed. and y'all got high? Yeah. Yeah, bro, of course. It was it was good crack, man. It was good crack. You did say crack. Yeah, it did. It was good crack. Jesus Christ. What All the right. hell is going on? I don't know what's going on. What the hell is happening out here? Hello, who's this? What's going on? Talk to us, man. We talk about something you did when you was young that you regret now, bro. With your homies. Yeah, we did. So in Jersey, we me and my boy was volunteer firefighters, and we were leaving Applebee's. And one of, the, one of my boys was driving ahead of us, and we turned on a blue light. And follow him home to mess with him, with, you know, with a blue light. Dude hit over 900 miles per hour on back roads and didn't realize a cop was sitting on side road and pulled out. And he kept going across all these towns thinking that us following him. But it was it turned into a high-pressure case all the way to his crib where they ended up losing him. And he ended up parking his, his ride in his back crib 
and they and they ended up running his license plate, coming up to his house with a SWAT team and everything. Lord have mercy. And dude, yeah, my boy ended up getting arrested. So what we had to do is we had to show up to court and vouch for him and say, yo, we were playing an inappropriate game with him with our, our fireman, the blue lights. And we asked the, the judge for some grace, and he ended up giving us some grace and gave him a minor ticket. What did you learn from that situation, sir? Uh, don't play after going to the Kingdom Hall and going straight home and go to bed. There you go. See, I grew up Jehovah Witness, too. I already know. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Anonymous. Oh, boy. Hey, Anonymous. You the, first, you, the, you the first woman Hi, to call up morning. here. good morning. Good morning. You the first person. Yeah, you the first woman. You the only one that said Anonymous, too. So, now what happened, Mama? All right, so it's... It was a couple back in the day. Me and my girlfriend, we was going to purchase some marijuana, and they were doing a raid at the time. Oh boy. So the cop came up to the car and said, "If you and your girlfriend are back here buying drugs, y'all are all under arrest." So the cop happens to be fat. So I started saying, <laughs> "Oh no, my girlfriend was going back there to see her boyfriend," and then I was like, "With a fifty dollar bill in her hand," and I'm like, "Oh!" So we got out the car, we ran. We left the car and we had a barbecue that day. Talk about we got out of jail for free. Y'all not y'all not quick on y'all feet because you should have said that the boyfriend gave her the fifty dollars because you know you was going to get your head done or your nails done or something like that. No, but she was walking back here to purchase the weed with the fifty dollars in her hand. Oh, okay. So there was no way to get out of saying that because we were going to buy marijuana. So, so y'all so just her, running from we ran from the cop because the cop was fat. So we were like, go ahead, fatty, you can't catch us, you can't catch us. <laughs> and I'm telling you, we got out of jail for free. We didn't get locked up in a raid. Well, congratulations, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Catch us, fatty. Did you catch learn anything fatty. from that story other than, oh, you hung up. Why yeah. stop hanging up on people so fast? All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is I have no idea how patriarchy was ever able to be established. It clearly had to be because of muscle, because it wasn't because of our minds. Men are insane. All right. We have been making poor decisions since the beginning of time. You hear me? That is a fact. Lord have mercy. All right. Well, when we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to talk about the MGM Grand. Uh, it seems like they're losing like $8.4 million a day, and we'll tell you why. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jermaine Dupree. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty patty. Right, I'm gossiping. This is the Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. Well, Birdman was recently doing an interview, and he was talking about Jermaine Dupree and his effect on making sure the South was heard and seen. It was challenging for us coming up. Very, very challenging, because they wouldn't play our music mm. in no kind of way. And like I said, Jermaine Dupree really broke that barrier for us down South, because he went up there and really made them play our music, because they wouldn't play our music at all. And I got a lot of respect for Jermaine Dupree. But they wouldn't play our music, and Jermaine Dupree went up there and was fighting for us, and our music would be hit down bottom, and it'd be four, five, six months before it'd be hit on the east and west coast. But now, it ain't like that. Our music hit more up there than down here. But ain't nothing but love for the east and the west, but I don't think we'll ever. Us southern we ain't never letting that We love the way it feel. We love the way what it do. We love the way what, it, what we can buy. High. Nah, we ain't never letting this go. Dropping the clues bonds for the South, damn it. He's absolutely right. 
Ever since Andre 3000 stood on that Source Award stage in 95 and said the South got something to say, we haven't looked back since. And you had a whole generation of people from all over the world who, because of the internet, came up listening to Down South artists, and Down South artists influenced them. So the Down South sound has, is actually the sound of hip-hop in a lot of ways. And I don't see that changing no time soon. Yeah, salute to Jermaine Dupree, and you're absolutely right. Uh, one, one, a lot of people from the East and the West moved to the South, and two, I remember when Jermaine Dupree came to New York, uh, he was working for Virgin at a time, and then he started working for Def Jam. I remember all the obstacles he had to face, and he, they were asking him to take artists off of records and, and this, that, and the other. And he stood, to he stood, he stood ten toes down and was like, "I'm not doing it." And he pushed and was able to get artists like the Franchise Boys and uh, Bubba, Bubba Sparks, and I be on that Kryptonite, I be on the Kryptonite, Killer Mike and Big Boy, oh, and, Big Boy yeah. and Sleepy Brown, and all those. And he was really, really fighting for those artists to be heard. So salute to Jermaine Dupree. All right, Sweet now, JD. the MGM Hotel out in Vegas is losing $8.4 million a day. And this uh, that was the eighth straight day as of yesterday. And this is the reason why. Listen to this. It was a similar experience for many guests at MGM Resorts properties across the Strip. Slot machines down, key cards not working at parking garages and hotel rooms, some places not even able to take credit cards for payment. Problem started Sunday night, and by Monday morning, all MGM Resorts websites were offline. In a statement, MGM Resorts says that their gaming floors are operational as they continue to work to resolve this issue. They also said they are working with cybersecurity experts, while the FBI said they are assisting MGM Resorts. There is still no timeline on when systems will be back online. I can't wait until that happens to social media. I can't wait until one day all social media sites just crash. No social media for like six, for like six months. What do we have? Like you know, during, how long was we down for the pandemic? Was it a year? Uh, about a year, right? Yeah, about a year. Y'all need a year with no social media. How about that? So all the social media sites just crash. Yeah. Well, they were saying that the person that allegedly cyber attacked said they wanted forty million to get it back up, and and now here's an update to to that story. And this just in tonight, MGM Resort stating nearly all operations back to normal. That includes standard ticketing procedures for gaming machines. This after major disruptions from a cyber attack that began over a week ago. The only major resource still down online reservations on the traditional website. Guess at Excalibur may also still see some disturbances. MGM Resort saying their employees are available for any intermittent issues. Why do people think ransoms work? Like you think you're just gonna get forty million from someone and go live happily ever after? You think, you think you're gonna commit a cyber attack of that magnitude, get forty million, and just be be gone about your life like everything's all good? You don't think they're gonna come get you? Well, I, well, you know, uh, I guess it's the dark web where they do things like that. But also, you got to look at it like this: How much is it gonna cost me to get my system up and running? If I paid a forty million, let's say maybe it, it might take me thirty, forty million to rebuild the damn. system. So I'm gonna hack you and then pay you to do the IT work. Yes. God damn, cold world. I ain't mad at the hustle if it works, but I just don't see how it works. All right. And lastly, uh, you got your fan man. This is some some uh, fan news. They're saying Kim Kardashian and Odell Beckham are hanging out with each other. Now this is the after uh, after the split allegedly from Lauren Wood. So it looks like Kim K and Odell Beckham Jr. are hooking up. Here's the thing, right? You didn't have to report that story. You chose to report that story because you wanted to report that story. No, because you're a girl and it's it's cool. No, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with it. You like you like you like That's you it. like the gossip. You like the rumors. That's it. You like it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just waiting. For you didn't have to report that story. That's what they gave me. We did three stories just now. 
No, we did he two. He chose to do that. We did two. That was the third. No, you that's didn't. The, that you was did two. two. We did, did the MGM. We did the MGM. South. You could have left it. That was third. I had to do one more. You didn't have to. That's what Brandon gave me. Brandon and one of the producers gave me. Those are the those are the stories he gave me. Ma'am, ma'am, sir, okay, sir, it's okay. You don't know what I identify as. Call me. I do know what you identify as. That's why I'm respecting you and calling you by your proper pronoun. Call me Rashawn, ma'am. No, you don't know what I identify as. Rashawn, listen to me. And that is your rumor. You didn't have to do that story. Okay, you've been had a crush on Odell Beckham since he was a New York Giant. You follow his love life. I do miss Giant. Pause. Nope. <laughs> you know nope. what? That is your nope. report. I'm not playing nope. with. I'm not playing with Some you no more. You just can't pause. You know what? You know what I'm saying? Mix is up next. Well, I like Lil D. Oh boy, the mix is up next. I hate y'all. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne, your Mental Wealth Alliance is popping up. Coming up soon. Well, Mental Wealth Alliance is the organization. The Mental Wealth Expo is the event. And yes, the Mental Wealth Expo is happening October 7th. Mm -hmm. Okay, Saturday, October 7th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. It is a day of mental health and healing education. You know, this is my third one. I bring together some of the best psychiatrists and therapists and mental health experts and mental health advocates. And it's just a day of panels, man. We got Dr. Alfie Breland Noble. We got Dr. Rita Walker. We got uh, the good sister Michelle Williams from the Checking In Podcast and Destiny's Child. You know, she's a big mental health advocate. My man, Dr. Jay Barnett will be there. My guy, Carson Daly, who's a big mental health advocate, he'll be there as well. Uh, psychotherapist, Elliot Connie. Uh, my good sister, Corey Minor Smith. Corey Minor Smith is going to be there. Latham Thomas, my doula, is going to be there to talk about, you know, black maternal health and the impact that can have on your mental health. So just a lot of different people will be in the building, man. For more information, go to mentalwealthexpo.com and it is a free event from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. It is a free event. It's free every year. Last year, we had like 3,000 people, I believe. Uh, so I'm expecting the same this year. So get there early and I'll see you Saturday, October 7th at my third annual Mental Wealth Expo, a day of mental health and healing education. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notice. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now it's time for the positive note, Charlemagne. You got some positivity for the people. I do, man. And it's simple. It's the energy I'm on forever. Just do right by people. Don't worry about if that energy is returned. That ain't on you. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.